Welcome back to another Real Estate Today program. Uh, George Plummer here with uh, Cooper Mosley. So, uh, Cooper, good to have you uh, back with us and uh, looking forward to a really good show today. Yeah, thank you for having me back on today. It's an honor. Today we have uh, Kenneth Korn, former Anadarko City Manager, but I think we had him on the program last year. He's now with the uh, Rural Development Office of the U.S. Department of Agriculture for uh, the state of Oklahoma. So, uh, Kenneth, appreciate you coming back. Thanks for having me. So, um, a good thing you reached out this week. We were looking for a, a topic, and uh, your timing was, was impeccable, so we really, really appreciate that. <laughs> well, no problem. We have lots of programs uh, with the USDA that we want to make sure people know that they have access to. All right, and you've been with the agency for a little over a year, I guess? Almost a year, not quite. All right. We're getting pretty close, though. And you serve the entire state? Uh, we from do, your office? We do uh, serve the entire state from our office with the exception, there's about three areas we don't serve, and that's Oklahoma City, Tulsa, and Lawton. But outside of that, we serve everything else. All right. And so our area falls right in there, and uh, so uh, you wanted to talk about some some great opportunities for uh, rural parts of the state. And when we think of rural, it's a lot different the way the USDA thinks about rural, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. And we have an opportunity... Basically, if any community is under the 50,000 threshold, we can serve them rural. And so uh, we can have cities like the size of Shawnee in our, uh, our service area, or it could be a town as small as Verdon. It just really depends on the program and what we're offering and, and what those communities need and how we can best serve them. All right, uh, so let's uh, get started and talk about uh, some things that, that some businesses and, and ag businesses can take advantage of. Oh, absolutely. That, that's the one thing we're really out talking about right now. We have a program called Rural Energy for America program. Its short uh, name is REAP. Uh, we don't want people to get it confused with the REAP program that the state has. The, the, the ASCOG program. The ASCOG yeah. program. This is a federal program, uh, REAP, dealing with rural energy. And basically what it is, it's got more money now than it ever has. So it's a really historic time. The president has been concerned about us making investments that make a difference on how we use energy in the country and how we help small businesses and ag producers not only improve their efficiency, but also use less energy and have less cost. And at the end of the day, it's good for the environment. So that's why we're really focusing on that. And so right now we have a grant program, uh, this REAP program that's out. The applications are due March 31st, but it's for small businesses or ag producers. And what they do, they apply for the grant, and it's a 40% grant. So the project, uh, we would pay 40% of it. Uh, and depending on um, kind of what they're doing, it can be lots of different things. That For the uh, renewable side of it, there's two tracks to it. There's a renewable side, which is things like solar, and geothermal and wind, particularly for ag producers you might look at, but even a small business could too. Uh, that max on that uh, grant program is a million dollars, but the minimum on it's uh, 2,500. The other uh, grant program is uh, what we call the energy efficiency one, which uh, probably a lot of our businesses would want to take advantage of. That The max on that is uh, 500,000, the minimum is 1,500. So there's a range of opportunities in there, and there's different things they can do in order to qualify for the money. And when we talk about small businesses, what's the maximum number of employees? Well, we go by the SPA. Uh, which is? Uh, the Small Business Administration. Uh, and so it's different for each category of business. Gotcha. So it's hard for me just to say today that, hey, the business under this size with this number of employees will qualify because it depends on their, their how they're coded the S SBA. Uh, but most 
rural businesses that we serve in the Chickasha area and Caddo County and Grady County are going to fall within the numbers. Okay. Because, for instance, one of the one of the companies that we're serving on this deal is Milo. Uh, they've gotten a, the opportunity to use this grant, and it's it has several hundred employees. So it just really depends. And uh, for the you were talking about how it can go up to a million dollars and then five hundred thousand for the business side. Is that government contribution or is that total project size? Well, that can be the total project. Uh, okay. Uh, well, let me back up. No, that's, that's not necessary. We can go up to a grant to that amount. Okay. So that would be, so that would mean that at a $2 million grant, you know, uh, we would do 40% of it. So um, up to that million dollars. Okay. I just want to make yeah. sure that the projects didn't have to stay under a million dollars for you. No, to get the involved. total project can be a lot more money. We're only going to pay up to that amount uh, uh, towards it if, if you get the grant. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, how difficult is the application process? The application really is not very difficult. Uh, it, it is something that you can get online. I basically would encourage people to reach out to us at okingenergy at usda.gov, or you can even possibly send it to okbusiness at usda.gov, uh, and we can get you the application. Our staff is willing and uh, ready to help walk you through a grant application. We can't do the application for you, but we can help answer questions. We can kind of tell you the things you need to do. But there are some other people out there who can sometimes write the grants for you. And so, you know, we don't recommend uh, different groups on that. If you find someone that knows how to do it, that's great. Uh, but you can really do it yourself. For some of the grants, I was looking at, especially for businesses, like I was looking at it says insulation, lighting, cooling, and refrigeration. So if you're a small business and you do need help, uh, say your AC unit goes out and it's you know fourteen thousand dollars. Would you guys pay the forty percent for that as well? A- absolutely. So what? So basically, what this grant would really require you to do? It require you to probably to go get a energy audit. Okay. And so what's ever on the energy audit is what would be qualifying for us to replace because the key thing for us is the less use of energy. And why that's important to us is the electric grid is overtaxed now. I mean, we just seen what's happening when some of these storms have come through. Uh, particularly Southwest Power Pool is almost at the max. So we're looking for ways to reduce the amount of demand on the grid. So we're interested in helping small businesses go ahead and have less energy usage. So let's say any convenience store, any grocery store that has these refrigeration units, a lot of them need to change them out all the time anyhow. So this would be a good opportunity if you have to do that any time in the near future to change them out now and get 40% of it paid for uh, by this grant. That's a great deal for local businesses and, I mean, all around the state of Oklahoma. Uh, yeah. and, prices and, are ever increasing, so it's great to think about it now and get help with it. Well, absolutely. And, you know, and this, and when we say small businesses, you know, I talked to an attorney this morning. They would be considered a small business. You know, so it could be like an office top situation Mom and pop here. stores. Mom even. and yeah. pop stores. It could be uh, uh, grocery stores. I mean, it could be all sorts of things that, that fall as long as it's a business in, in that rural area. And like a little, a little gift shop somewhere, maybe. A little or, gift shop, yeah. yeah. You know, and even if you have uh, producers in the area that might uh, have, have needs, you know, we can look at those as well. I know we recently did a deal. We don't have many chicken houses on this side of the state. Right. But poultry producers could apply for this grant to upgrade the fans in their uh, houses where they're more energy efficient. I know we recently did one. I think we replaced uh, 32 um, in broiler houses. It looks like we replaced the fans of those so that were more energy efficient. Uh, we, they got a $125,000 grant to help 
That's replace fantastic. those things. Yeah, so it's it's a good deal. A refrigerator. There's a uh, in Comanche in Holbert. Uh, we have a, a store uh, clink that we just recently helped with. They got a seventy thousand dollar grant to help do the refrigeration systems in their stores. So there's there's a good possibility to do a lot of things that if basically if you can prove through an energy audit that it will reduce the amount of energy that's being used, it can qualify. And you just contact your electricity provider to do that? Or? Yeah. Well, there's lots of uh, – some of the electric co-op, co-ops provide that for you uh, for free. So I would check your, your electric provider, see if they provide that. Uh, sometimes uh, there may be – OSU may have somebody, particularly if you're a business uh, or on the industrial side, that might be able to help you with that. Or, or you can just go out and contract it yourself. So they're pretty inexpensive. And they can do it in one day, I'm assuming. Yeah, most of the time it doesn't take long at all. You know, we did some of them for houses over at Anadarko while I was there, and, and they usually came out in one day. House is a little different than a business, but, you know, a lot of small businesses are, are probably on the same par. What's the timeline as for the application and the approval and when they get the grant? Well, we're encouraging everybody to get applications in by March 31st. Uh, We'd like to see those in. Uh, There's approximately around $5 million in in grant money that's out there. Uh, We want to be sure that we use every dime we can here in Oklahoma because I don't want to send it back to Washington. Uh, Why do uh, businesses in California and New York and Florida and all the big states, uh, they'll use up all their allocation. I don't want Oklahoma not to use theirs and send it back so they get to use it. So uh, March 31st, you got plenty of time to put it in. There's a potential uh, that sometimes there could be a second round of funding after that March 31st, depend, uh, kind of depending on what happens. But March 31st is a good deadline to hit by. And then uh, how long before they're approved? And Well, that will all just, depend on how many applications we get. Okay. You, know, it's, you know, we can move fairly quickly. If you don't have very many, you move through them fairly quickly. Right. Uh, so they won't really start till March 31st? Yeah, we'll start reviewing those after March 31st. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, uh, you know, probably several months before we get them all worked through. But then, then that we'd have the ability to kind of move forward. So I know you said the deadline is March 31st, which mm-hmm. is a big date. Mm-hmm. But do you think if not all the money is spent or not even a portion of it, that they'll do an extension on it or just send it straight back? Potentially, there's a potential extension on it. Um, it it's, March 31st is kind of a hard, soft deadline for us. We'd like to see where we're at at that point. There may be an opportunity after that. I just don't know. Because if we get too many applications, you know, we may not have any money left at that point. I noticed here on the, the, on the options, uh, and this is uh, something that the state of Oklahoma is uh, working on, is uh, supporting hydrogen power. But uh, that's a new alternative uh, energy that I know uh, some folks are working on. Probably not real big right now. But uh, it's, it's something to look at in the future. Yeah, absolutely. There's, I mean, they're they're looking at diversifying how we provide energy in the country, and that's a that's a priority for the administration. You know, uh, fossil fuels is uh, we're going to become less reliant on that. We need renewable energy that's going to be more consistent, and so you know that's why we're looking at solar and water uh, uh, and geothermal and all those types of things because it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. We don't have a lot of hydropower in this part of the state, for sure. Not, not at all. Not with the lack of rain, not the, the, the drought we've, we've had lately. Of course, eastern Oklahoma is a little bit different. Yeah, so we, we've got some hydropower along the yeah. Arkansas River, thanks to Senator Kerr. Yeah. Uh, and he took care of that a long time ago yes. for us. All right, so uh, are there some restrictions uh, for uh, the loans as far as our applicants or things like that? 
Well, on the grant money, whatever you put your money, that's probably what you're going to have to spend it on. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there's this federal tax dollars. So we do follow up to make sure it's being spent the way it was uh, supposed to be and, and meets the, the metrics in which we have as the federal government. So, uh, you know, but it is a good opportunity. People shouldn't be afraid because it's federal money to, to take it. We really want people to have an opportunity to use this money in their business so they can be successful. You know, at the end of the day, people need to think of it like this. Uh, yes, this helps the climate because we use less energy. Yes, it, it helps us with the electric grid. But at the end of the day, you as a small business, if you can get a more high efficient HVAC unit, refrigeration system, put insulation in your roof, uh, fans that make uh, energy uh, costs less, the bottom line to your business is more profit. And that's what we want to see happen in rural communities. And uh, really, basically, uh, apply even if you don't think you might qualify. I mean, you just never know. That's that's what the application process is all you about. Know, well, the application, we have a fact sheet that's out there. So if you will email us at okenergy at usda.gov or okbusiness at USA, usda.gov, we'll send you the fact sheet that tells you what it what is required to qualify, who should apply, um, and, and all those things. So you'll be able to look right on the sheet and determine whether or not you would actually qualify. But again, it's going to hinge upon uh, you get an energy audit, and if that energy audit says yes, uh, that's what's needed, then that can be funded. Right. Uh, there's a little note on the cheat sheet we have that says uh, uh, ag producers and small businesses must have no outstanding delinquent federal taxes, debt, judgment, or debarment on there. So that's correct. That's a, we're, some we're, limitations. Yeah, yeah, there are some limitations. We're not going to fund anybody that's ever uh, cheated the federal government right. or. Uh, who falsified records for to the federal government or owes the federal government uh, money? It, it doesn't make sense for us to give money to someone who owes the government money. That that's a pretty good statement. So, uh, I'm looking at the uh, the little list that we have. Uh, it says biomass. Like what kind of? Because I mean biodiesel, ethanol. What, can you give an example of how that would come to play? Just due to the fact that we're in the middle of the scoop. Well, that's that's I really can't. I'm not the expert on it at all. But Claire in our office, Claire Hicks, she with the point of contact. If someone is interested in talking to her about that specifically, she would be the one to go to to, to, to be able to answer those questions. Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, and you're based out of Stillwater. Right? Our mm-hmm. o- main office is out of Stillwater. We have nine offices around the state. Of course, we have one in Holbert. Uh, we have one in Duncan, uh, and then the main office in Stillwater. I believe we're also in Vanita and Atoka, and uh, uh, Chandler. So we got we got a number of offices around the state for people to come to, and also one in Muskogee. All right. What other programs uh, are can folks take advantage of well, other than other than this? Well, there's a lot of programs that are out there. So there's the community facilities program, which we use with communities to do things like fire trucks and police cars and things like that. Uh, that program uh, is your qualification is not only your size of your community, but also the median household income. But there's some opportunities to do some things there. Uh, that can also be used to help fix roads and drainage and other things. Uh, there's also housing. We do a lot of housing in Oklahoma, both in a, a direct loan to low-income uh, families. But for our moderate families, we do a guaranteed loan program. We also have business loans in Oklahoma. Uh, we, uh, last year, were number two in the country in the number of business loans that we gave out, $122 million in guaranteed loans to small rural businesses. Uh, we already have over $100 million in uh, uh, applications sitting in our office for this year that have been approved. So we look for a record-breaking year of investment in rural Oklahoma through our programs. 
Uh, and then there's also um, a lot of different programs. There's a there's a rural business development grant, which a qualifying entity would be somebody like a, a city, a tribe, a nonprofit. But what that how that program works is, let's just say the city of Chickasha applied for it. They want to take a building downtown. They want to buy it and renovate it. They could use that grant to do that, but in order to use get that grant, they would have to show they're going to use it for a small or emerging business. So it could be an incubator. It could be something they're going to renovate and then rent out to a business that wants to locate in town. So there's an opportunity there as well in our business programs. So it just depends. There's over 40 programs in rural development where we can help rural uh, communities. Our goal is to help them uh, have hope, growth, and opportunities. And uh, we think we have a program that will fill a lot of the different needs that they have. Cooper, we've got so much going on in Chickasha that uh, I'm sure there's a lot of interested parties that might want to check uh, some of these programs out. Oh, yeah, absolutely, especially with our growing downtown area. It's booming. we got more people moving in daily. I know we're going to have a really big investment coming up, so we're excited to see that. Uh, where can we find the the list of everything? Like, what's a good website for us to go to? Well, the, the good uh, website would be uh, rd.usda.gov slash OK. That's perfect. That will get you to our website with all the different programs that are on there. There's another program that we really encourage people to look at. It's our re-lending program where, like, an economic development authority could take and get a, either a loan or a grant from us where they would take and take that money back to the community and they would make loans to small businesses in their communities. And sometimes a lot of the loans that are being used are to people who are trying to get started that maybe a commercial bank may not want to look at at first, but you as a community have confidence in them and you would loan them the money and they would pay it back. And then that money would just turn over and you would use it over and over again to make those investments in your, your local community. A, a community that does that with us right now is Guthrie. They have a great program out there. And uh, I actually went up and looked at a couple of uh, the loans that they gave. One was to a asphalt plant. Uh, the guy has come up with asphalt that's comes in a bag. It's, it's cold patch, and it doesn't come out when you put it in the holes. And he has done very well with that. Uh, there was another guy, a veterinary clinic, that got a loan through that program. His clinic had been blown away three times by a tornado. Uh, but in order to get his insurance... To pay, he had to build back in the same spot. And I'm like, after three tornadoes, wow, I don't know that I would build move. back in the yeah. same spot. Uh, but he couldn't because of the restrictions of his interest. But we, they, they used the money that they got from USDA to help him get restarted. So it grew from a one vet to now there's, I think, three other vets in there with him. And he has a really good business. So there's a lot of opportunity that people don't know at USDA Rural Development that we want them to come use us. As I tell people, USDA is more than just cows. It's more than meat processing. It's more than farms. The rural development side is everything else you see in your community, your stores, your businesses, your streets, your water, your police and fire, your schools and your hospitals. All those things are things that we do. Uh, airports? Doing anything with airports? We can do some things with airport. It just depends on what it is. I tell people all the time, the thing with USDA is you have to really talk to us about your project. Because not all projects fit in a square box, and uh, and the devil is always in the details. So we want to make sure that we you talk to us. So the one thing I recommend is if you got a project and you think you want to to uh, come to USDA with it, look at our website, look at the different program areas, and then if you think you're not sure about whether you qualify, call us. One of our staff members will be happy to talk to you about your your uh, project and see how it works and see if we can get it there. I'm. 
I really encourage staff for us to get to yes. Let's help as many communities as we can. And I think that's the philosophy of the Oklahoma staff. What can we do to get a project underway to help these communities? We've done, I mean, we've done all sorts of things around the state. Hospitals this year have been a big deal. We've bought ambulances. We've bought uh, MRI machines. Uh, you know, we've done community centers, uh, health and wellness opportunities. Uh, we did some things with the county on a road and drainage uh, project. Water and wastewater systems are big for us. Uh, in fact, I'm going down to announce a, a loan uh, that's going to basically redo a lot of the things in a, in a rural water district that's going to make a real difference there. And that's the other thing. We have grant money, but we also have loan money at our department. And why would you want to, as a community, look at a loan through us? Because the interest rate, chances are, is way cheaper than you're going to get on the market. For instance, right now in our community facilities uh, program, you can take and get a loan through us for something that you need in your community at three, uh, I think it's 3.75% interest. Where's the, the interest rate now on the market? Somewhere between six and seven, depending on what you're doing and where you're at. And plus, depending on the project, we can go 40 years on the project to let you spread it out so the payments are easier than what you can get in a commercial setting. So there are opportunities that people don't think about. Is there a limit to what you guys will loan out, or is it just what they need or what they It, it really depends. Well, it would depend on, of course, again, we're using federal tax dollars, so we're going to make sure you can pay it back. Absolutely. We're not going to just give you money. So You're not going to a million dollars for an ice cream stand. That's right. We're going to look at the project, whether it cash flows, whether you have the ability to pay it back. Uh, but there's really no limit on, on those programs, so to speak, on some of the loans. But there is uh, strings attached, uh, of course, to make sure that, that they are going to be paid back. Good information. So, uh, Kenneth, thanks for coming today. We really appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having us. And again, I encourage people, particularly if you're a, a ag producer or a small business, don't let this opportunity where the federal government will help you with 40% of your project. That, that You'll never see this again. Get it while you have an opportunity. All right. Kenneth Korn with the uh, USDA Rural Development Office here in Oklahoma joining us on the program. Cooper, thanks for coming in, too. Appreciate Always it very my much. my pleasure. Thank you, George.